your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. So we all sleep tight knowing that the bed bugs probably won't bite, or will they? A new outbreak sweeping Paris has seen these insects explode in population. Will some of our supporters bring home the nasty creatures? And is it something to worry about? Uh, As we know, lots of Irish people are there and will be travelling over this weekend for the Big Ireland-Scotland match in Paris tomorrow night with an 8 o'clock kickoff. So I'm joined now by biologist and broadcaster Aina Nilauna. And Dennis O'Driscoll's on the line as well. He's superintendent pharmacist at Lloyd's Pharmacy. You are both very welcome. Um, Aina, uh, I I was savaged by a bed bug. A terrible experience. You poor Uh, thing. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah, Extremely painful, nasty, and uh, a mark that stayed on my arm for months. Now, where did this happen to you? And how do you know it was a bed bug? Well, of course I know it was a bed bug. It happened in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Did you see it do it? I mean, you know, your arm. Did I see it do it? I, I went, I went you... to bed and I woke up the next morning and I had been savaged by a bed bug. Yeah, but I was just saying, how do you know it was a bed bug? That's all. You so were savaged by something, I do agree. What have you been, Anna? Oh, it could have been lots of things. It could have been a flea. It could have been a louse. It could have been a thing that came in the window, an insect. Could have been all sorts of things. Anyway, anyway, I, you, you only got bitten by one, and that's well, th- good. Thanks because very the trouble much with- for the sympathy, Anna. That's all I'll say to you. <laughs> and all these people are always saying, it's one they didn't say you were eaten by a spider. People are always saying nowadays they got bitten by spiders. And they just get, they get a bite, and they assume it's whatever they thought in yeah, their heads. Yeah. That's not anything very scientific at all. Anyway, bed bugs are, do exist, and they are certainly a problem in France. And they're little tiny things that look for all the world and they're the same size as ladybirds. Are they nastier in, in France than they are here? No, no, it's the same one, Cymex. Cymex is the personal species, Cymex lectularius, if you must know, and that's the one that bites humans. It's our personal um, our personal bed bug. It's evolved to, to feed off humans, and they only eat human blood. There's other species, for example, that will affect bats, and there's other species that will affect birds, but they won't bite us. Our one, our personal one is this one here. So it only lives, it only lives on humans and on nothing else. And it's about a tiny, the size of a little, a little um, ladybird. So it's quite big. You can see it with your eyes. I mean, it's much bigger than a flea. It's much bigger than other things. That's why I was asking you, did you see it? And it's, it's the size of a ladybird and it has, it's kind of brown in colour, but when it's full of blood, it's kind of red in colour. It has no stripes. It's not like, has no spots. It's just a, a little, like a, a, a rusty coloured lady bird. So it's, and it, it lives But just to be clear now, this thing this yolk sucks human blood yes. and that's entirely how it survives Exactly, it doesn't suck it I mean, it takes a bite and has a drink and goes off I mean it's not there licking and sucking for hours like a leech, it's, it just has a bite and a drinky and goes and you're left with the bite and the itchy mark and the, and the horrible and the pain. Indeed. The pain. It doesn't 
and well, and the pain as well, obviously. The, well, the pain can be the pain or it can be the itch. I mean, you don't notice them biting you, the little wretches, because they have a sort of a pain-killing thing in their in their mouth that you don't feel the actual bite happening. It's only afterwards your reaction to it that gives you all of this. And I mean, the good news, if there's any good news, is that they don't carry disease. I mean, long ago when people had fleas, they, they got the black death and they got all kinds of diseases from the fleas. So we don't get any diseases from the bed bugs. That's the good news. But they're very mobile. And the thing is, that um, they, you're lucky they don't travel with you. I mean, people put their luggage on the floor, they put their suitcase on the bed, and these yokes hop in or hop around and off they go and they bring them back. So they're very, I mean, they're always looking for a chance so, to, to go so somewhere. Could, they, don't, they don't live on your body. You see, right. They don't live on your so, person. So, Anna, we, so you can wash yourself and that's grand you know, and then you're clean. Right. But, 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 you can be but Anna, we have, have lots of Limerick supporters going to this game in Paris and maybe other games in Paris because that's where Alan will be And playing. I'm sure there's people going, I'm sure there's people going from other parts of we're not worried about that. Limerick is the home of rugby. But um, uh, will they bring bed bugs back with them? Very, very possibly if they don't mind themselves because then if they have their luggage on the floor, if they have their luggage on the bed, then they will have bed bugs. If the bed bugs are in the room, they could very well get onto the suitcase, get into their clothes, get into their, their, their shoes, whatever. So, I mean, if you're in the room and you think there's bed bugs, you should put your suitcase up on top of the wardrobe or on the special shelf where you're supposed to put your luggage. But, I mean, people don't do that. So, they could very well be a part of their clothes. I had friends who, who came home from the Far East with bed bugs and they had to take off all their clothes in the front garden before they went into the house and go into the house in the na- naked so that they weren't bringing the bed bugs in and they put their clothes in the washing machine and if you wash them at the hottest temperature or you put them in the freezer that'll kill them so if you come home yeah. with your luggage leave it in the garden and put it Aye. in the freezer put it, wash it in the hottest temperature and and, and don't Aye. bring your luggage into the I, house when you come home I can imagine in and out that your friend's neighbours got some land with this going on in the garden <laughs> I know they were young and lovely. I'm sure the neighbours didn't know what happened to them. I honest to God. But don't bring your luggage into the house. Don't bring your luggage into the house. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. the expert now, in and Ilona, but from what I was reading this morning, if you bring bed bugs home, yes. they get into your bed, they get under, you, you don't catch them early enough. Then after a while, I think it's 90 days, you could lift up your mattress and there'll be six or 7,000 of them looking up at you. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that, I mean, the, 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 feed of Irish, the feed of limerick blood is very, very good. It really helps them to actually reproduce like the clappers. So the thing is not to bring them in. Do not bring your, I mean, if you, if you were in France and you were bitten by a bed bug, you'll know coming home because obviously you knew you were bitten by something. And, um, do not bring your luggage in. Leave it outside and then carefully then put, put your clothes into plastic bags and either Wash them in terribly hot water altogether. The hottest wash, never mind about saving the world. You need to save yourself in this instance. Or if you can't wash them, your shoes and stuff, put them in the freezer for two days and the cold will kill them. But do not come in, bring your luggage in, lash it on the bed and say, thanks be to God, I'm home and take everything out and put it up. Because if you have, if you have eggs, if you have even one, then the deed is done. So be very, very careful right. bringing home your um, luggage. Uh, we're chatting to Aidan Elona and Dennis O'Driscoll, Superintendent Pharmacist at Lloyd's Pharmacy is on the line as well. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, how are you keeping? Any chance of a modicum more sympathy for me from you than I got from Aina? Well, I'm going to kind of concur with Aina. Very unusual that the bite lasted so long from the bed bug. Um, so it could have been any other yoke, as she said, could come in and bite you. But yes, uh, you probably, uh, you might be more reactive than other people. Um, next time take an antihistamine, a little bit of antihistamine cream and maybe a small bit of... Uh, uh, 
hydrocortisone to help bring down the inflammation if you if you react that strongly to it. But to me, bed bugs normally are now, Ina, you correct me if I'm right or wrong, a little bit like flea bites, and they kind of track her down the long arms and around the face and head. Um, so you can yeah. actually see a lovely track um, mark from them. Our, our producer is agreeing with you anyway. She says, I am more reactive than other people, although I don't know if she's talking <laughs> about bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> On that front. Uh, right. So, and, and what about the creams now that I would need? You know, when I was in desperate pain, what cream should I put on? <laughs> I would have said as long as that it wasn't open, like, an, uh, like a, that you'd scratch it so badly that it was kind of cut open, a small bit of hydrocortisone around the area where they're dampening down the inflammatory response that you would have got from the, from the bite. And also, it's really good to take an antihistamine and uh, the antihistamine that probably works best, it does cause drowsiness, is uh, chlorpheniramine, which is uh, normally sold as person. Um, that uh, can be very good for those that sort of skin reaction. Now, the other antihistamines will work, like the uh, cetirazines and all of those, um, but uh, the, uh, the person, uh, the only problem with it is that you can't drive, operate machinery because it does cause drowsiness. Right. And what differentiates a bed bug, Dennis, from a hive? Ooh, good question. So a hive is normally um, like a kind of reaction to maybe uh, uh, like uh, strawberries or, you know, fruit or something like that. So it's like it's a larger kind of area that inflames. The hive is much larger than the bed bug bite. The bed bug bite is normally quite a small uh, little uh, area. And as Aina said, the the bite doesn't come up. It might come up for a couple of hours, couple of, you know, even a couple of days later um, because of the fact that they have this lovely um, uh, anticoagulant and lovely uh, anesthetic in their bite so you don't feel it. Uh, with a hive, that normally is a reaction to something and it comes up quite quickly um, on the skin. And again, treatment of that is normally uh, trying to figure out what caused it. Um, again, antihistamines will help. And again, your, uh, your creams, lotions will help um, to bring down the right. information. And- and, and tell me now, if someone has gone into a pharmacy in Paris this weekend, yes. um, can they get the same things they can get here to deal with the bed bugs? Yeah, yeah you, can, you can get antihistamines over the counter in Paris and uh, topical uh, hydrocortisone cream, but they also have other um, uh, anti-inflammatory creams that, are, uh, that you can buy over the counter there as well. Um, and also you can get, if people are really kind of concerned that it looks like that they've scratched it really badly, and that's the problem. If you scratch it really badly, um, you can get an infection on your skin, and that's kind of the, the, where Ana said they don't carry disease is very true, but the problem is you, the human, scratching it can cause an infection on your skin, which needs a, yeah. probably will need intervention from his doctor. And it does sound as though in Paris at the moment they could make Les Miserables 2 out of what's happening there <laughs> and how awful the bed bugs are from what we're hearing. Yeah, but I see, I would just say that the thing is that... Don't blame the media. I know what you're thinking. I know you're thinking there are people over there on a down week and journalists and they they need (laughs) stories and they have to send something back. So don't, don't. Okay, I wasn't going to blame the media, but I was going to say, and Anu, I'm sure we concur, bed bugs are all over the world. I would say there's probably more people in and out of the country. So, yeah, I would say maybe... The warm weather, maybe the fact that it's so busy, maybe the conglomeration of people, but bedbugs are found throughout the world. It's just that I would say that this is a a story just to, yeah, I'm going to say fill a spot, but maybe I'm wrong on that. But yeah. yeah. And and, and Aina, so what what do you do? Do you have to get experts in to get rid of them from your home? 
Well, if you're going to have 6,000 under the mattress, you certainly do have to get experts in. And, you know, it, it's a big job, fumigation and all of that. So, I mean, if, if your house in Ireland does not have bed bugs in it, let you not be the person that brought it home and bring leave your luggage in the garden. I mean, and make sure you're not carrying it in on your person. Because once you get them in, they, they reproduce very quickly and you will have to get the, the pest killing people in to get rid of them because get, right. trying to do it yourself won't well, work. Well, what do you do? I mean, you can't leave the luggage in the garden forever. So what happens to it? Well, you take out plastic bags and you go through your clothes and you put them into the plastic bags. So you bring them in in the plastic bags and you wash them. Or if they're not dirty, you put them in the freezer. Now, you will know going home if you had been bitten by fleas or by bed bugs in Paris. If you weren't bitten by anything in Paris, you're probably all right. But if you if you had something happen to you in your hotel room in Paris and you have a bite, well, then you have to be very sure that stuff is not in your luggage. So what I'm saying is wash everything in the very is washed that can be washed and anything that can't be washed put it in the freezer with a plastic bag right? and make sure that I mean, as I said you can actually see you can see the actual bugs yeah. I mean you can see them they're as big as, as ladybirds but you can't see their eggs and that's the problem you see I know it's not exactly the you don't want to bring in the eggs but Ina it's not exactly ooh la la is it really this is not great well yeah. I mean no, but I mean, you weren't very happy with your bite. I mean, a, a, a half an hour looking after your luggage in the garden is better than <clears throat> having the, the whole Limerick infected by your bed bugs because they'll all know you were at the rugby. And I'm, I'm not might going win, to... Excuse good. me now, that's someone... I'm not I don't going mean, to the rugby. I don't mean, I'm going to be watching the rugby you, on the telly here in Limerick tomorrow. I don't mean you, I don't mean you personally. I mean, oh, I mean, right. the person that comes home from France and, and does it and comes straight in with the luggage. You're, you're coming back through Shannon. I don't mean you personally. I, I, come I, on. I, I people going, Annie Lona said you were going to bring back those bed bugs. Um, no, I, I mean, I'd be putting, a, I'd be putting a holding them. area out in Shannon for about two weeks. Listen, um, uh, 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 on, the, <laughs> on the temperatures, Aina, um the fact that we're going to have temperatures in the mid-20s tomorrow, I mean, what do you make of that? Well, it's, it's what do I make of it? It's terrible. It's, well, I mean, it's terrible from a point of view that the climate change is happening very quickly. We should not be having temperatures in the high 20s in October. It's coming up from southern Europe where they're sweltering in the heat. I mean, the lads are over in Grenada. We're looking at them on the television last night. <clears throat> they're all sweating. I mean, it's 30-something degrees in the middle of the winter. Well, it's the late autumn now in, in Grenada. Our world is changing because of the amount of carbon dioxide we're putting up in the atmosphere because we're burning fossil fuels going on aeroplanes to France. I'm sure you went on the train when you went. But I mean, we're doing it and it's the human population, all eight and a half billion of us that are living like this. Most of us are are um, in this part of the world putting up more carbon dioxide than we use and the impact is having on heating, keeping heat in the world is what's happening. We we can we can do things about it if we, we still have time, not much, but we do. We can plant more trees. Yesterday was National Tree Day. I was encouraging people to be putting up trees trees and planting trees. We can burn less fossil fuels. We can do more walking. We can encourage our government and agree with our government when they try to change rather than complaining and saying, I don't want it here in my place. We can, because if we don't, it's going to continue like this. Right. But is there any real prospect of the coordinated approach that you're talking about that's required, it seems, on a global scale? 
We'd had a coordinated approach when COVID came. Everybody realised it was a terrible emergency and a crisis. We did it then. We can do it now if we all realise the same crisis is happening, that this is a crisis that threatens humanity. And until that gets into the collective heads of everybody, I can't see us all acting together. We did it for COVID. We can do it. It's not as if we can't. So we just have to realise that we, we must need to do this and not be rewarding ourselves with going off and, you know, burning fossil fuels all over the place. I mean, Irish, Irish people, every one of us in Ireland puts 12 tonnes of carbon up into the atmosphere every single year. We have 60 million tonnes of carbon goes up into the atmosphere. There's 5 million of us. So we put 12, mil, 12 tonnes each up into the atmosphere. The people in East Africa who are dying of starvation and have droughts put up 0.5 of a tonne. I mean, where's the justice in that? Yeah. Um, and one other question before I let you go, Dennis, uh, Dennis Rodriguez, sure. Superintendent Pharmacist at Lloyd's Pharmacy. Um, we're hearing anecdotally that there's quite a bit of COVID out there at the moment. Um, yes, uh, there's, uh, it, there seems to be a, uh, an upsurge, all right, and the HPSC has reported that there's been an increase in uh, cases um, on their uh, weekly reports. Um, even working in a pharmacy, you can see that people are coming in uh, with like coughs and colds, whether it's COVID or not. Um, uh, you don't you don't know, but uh, there's also been quite a significant uptake um, of the COVID nineteen autumn booster. Um, people have been looking to get the autumn booster to continue with their uh, vaccination program. So I would encourage everyone out there who was in, within the categories to get that uh, vaccine. So over fifties those between uh, 18 and uh, 49 who have an underlying medical condition or even those between 18 and 49 after discussion with their healthcare professional to come forward for their uh, COVID-19 booster shot and obviously uh, along with their flu shot because getting these vaccines not only protects themselves, it protects people around them who may be vulnerable. Right. Any sign of flu? Um, Not as yet, there's been some reports again through the HPSC, but uh, the flu season uh, has only just, if you know what I mean, the vaccination season has only just started um, in the past kind of week and uh, the HSC campaign has started in earnest uh, earlier this week. So uh, we haven't seen much come forward, but what we have seen in pharmacy is uh, there was a kind of an, sur- uh, an increase in uptake of people in August, which was unusual uh, for um, over-the-counter kind of uh, flu and cold relief medicines, which we hadn't seen before in previous August within Lloyd's Pharmacy. Okay, so we are dealing with vaccines which um, can help prevent you getting it, can help prevent you spreading it, and if you do get it, not impact you as heavily. Correct. That is all correct. That's uh, that's the whole rationale of the vaccination program is to, it's not, people shouldn't just see it, oh, I'll be okay, I don't get the flu. It's actually to protect other people that you may be, uh, you may be uh, living with, you may be visiting, um, that uh, you're protecting them as well by getting your vaccinations. Okay. Listen, thank you both very much. Uh, I hope the bed bugs stay far away from both of you and uh, you enjoy the weekend and maybe the rugby, wherever you happen to be uh, watching it and uh, Thank you to Dennis O'Driscoll, Superintendent Pharmacist at Lloyd's Pharmacy and broadcaster and biologist Aina Nilauna. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on